Have you ever heard the saying that we're products of our environments? We are the sum total of the experiences that we had growing up, the people that were around us, the culture that we grew up in, the things that we beheld on a daily basis. Have you ever heard that you look like who you behold? Welcome, my dear friend. This is Anne Ajadi with their Anne, and this is the Walk With Me series. This is our Lenten Talks where we reflect, we introspect, and we remind ourselves that we need to be more like Jesus. And today is a good day. I say that because today we're actually looking at the topic Jesus as our role model. There's a song we used to sing when I was small or maybe call it when I was a young Christian. It says to be like Jesus, to be like Jesus, all I ask to be like him, to be like Jesus. There's nothing else that, no other desire that you should have, that I should have, than to be like Jesus. Because Jesus embodied it all. as God, he was fully God. And as man, he was fully man. He came and showed us that it is possible to live supernatural lives in a natural body. What was Jesus like? How did he conduct his life on earth? How now does that affect us? What are you to do with the examples that Jesus showed us? The man Jesus. The ultimate role model. The one that they've been writing about for centuries and yet it still tops all the top bestseller lists of all time. The name that on every leaf is deliverance, the name that is a strong tower, that man Jesus, the one that heaven endorsed, the one that opened the gates of heaven unto us, the one that gave us authority to live here on earth like supernatural beings. Look, there are many things to note and learn in the pattern of God, Jesus' life here on earth. The first thing to note is that he came as complete man and complete God. He lived amongst us. He demonstrated life in the spirit. He revealed that we can also live life that has impacts that will transcend generations. One of the things that really, 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 really impacted me about Jesus is the fact that he was the king of glory. And yet when he came to us, he came to the down and lowly. You know, if they left it to man, the poor and the down and out will never get a chance to the gospel. But Jesus made sure that his closest friends are people that are unlikely. They were unlearned. He made sure that when he came, he came to the illiterate. He came to make the ground level. And by the time he died, he died in the middle of two criminals. What that tells me is that there is room for me and you at the foot of the cross. No matter how far out you have been, there is room for you and I 
at the foot of the cross. Listen to Hebrews chapter 12 verses 1 to 3. It says, we are surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses so that we will throw everything that hinders us, the sin that so easily entangles us, and we will then run with perseverance that grace that has been set for us fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith. Because of the joy that was set before Jesus, he endured the cross, he scorned the shame, he sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. And he says, consider him who endured such opposition from sinners so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. Look, there are many models in this life. People have walked on the same roads that you and I have found ourselves. Folks have faced similar situations that you are facing now. That thing that looks like a mountain to you. Look, somebody surmounted it yesterday and they're on the other side of it and they are smiling at you and actually clapping for you and asking you that you come because it's is not as bad as it looks. Let me tell you, to live a successful life, you must have someone showing you how to go. You must have someone telling you what to do. And who best to have than Jesus who himself has suffered. He's endured what you may ever have to endure in this life. He understands your pain. He understands the terrain. He came before you. He's walked through the earth and he's conquered it. Whatever it is that you are having to face, Jesus already faced it and he has already made a way for you. If there's a conquering to be done, he's already conquered all that needed to be conquered. And guess what? All of that he did because he loved you. It is the reason we desire to be like him. It is the reason that we too, out of love and gratitude for him, we follow his footsteps. I like the scripture in 1 Corinthians 13 where it says it and he's talking about the gifts that we are to covet as human beings. These gifts were embodied in Christ Jesus. It's, it's, it's rendered this way in 1 Corinthians 13. Say, if I speak in tongues of men and of angels, but I don't have love, I'm a resounding gong or clanging cymbal. If I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have faith that can move mountains but do not have love, I am nothing. If I give all I possess to the poor, give over my body to hardship, that I may boast but do not have love, I gain nothing. Love is patient. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. He keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil. Love rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. There are prophecies. There are tongues they they all of them will finish there is knowledge it will pass away because the best of us we only know part of the issues but when completeness comes what is in part will disappear 
I was once a child and I talked like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. But when I became a man, I put the ways of childhood behind me. For now, my dear friend, we see only a reflection as in a mirror. But when we see Jesus face to face, now we know we in part, then we will know fully even as we are known. And there are three things that remain of all the things in this life. Everything will pass away, but three will remain faith, hope, and love. And the Bible says the greatest is love. Let me say this to you. It is love that made Jesus come to us to come and show you how to live the supernatural life. It is love that made him leave his throne in glory to come and hobnob with the basest of sinners so that you can have a spot at the right hand of the Father. It is love. Someone came to Jesus. He was a teacher of the law and he said to Jesus, he said, look, Oga, tell me what is the greatest commandment of the law? And Jesus said to him, there are two. Actually, you can summarize them in two. Say, love God and love man. Love God, love man. If you love God, you will love what God loves. God loves man. He loved man enough to leave his throne in heaven to come down from man. So you cannot say that you love God and you don't love your fellow man. And Jesus spelt love as service. Self-sacrificing service. He served you cannot claim to love someone and you are not willing to serve them and you are not willing to give to them. You are not willing to pursue their highest good. You cannot claim to love and that is not in place. God loved us so much. He was compassionate. He let his son come down to us. He never left anybody in need. Every time Jesus went, by, we used to sing that song. It says, everywhere he went, he was doing good. Almighty healer, he healed a leper. When the cripples saw him, they started jumping. Everywhere he went, our God was doing good. The lowliest of the low were his friends. He did not keep a record of wrongs. And even at his lowest moment, he was still looking out for others. He was dying and he was still forgiving. Jesus stopped to save a thief. He was patient. During his arrest, he 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 did not take it out he did not use his power against his foes jesus is our ultimate role model he didn't defend himself think about it the king of glory being sentenced to death by the creature he created someone could have said look 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 let me just show you who is boss here but not jesus and certainly you too should not be. If Jesus is your role model, you need to follow him in his footsteps where he showed you how to be meek, how to be understanding, how to be patient, how to be self-sacrificing. I know that a lot of us 
may not be doing as well in the area of love. If Jesus were to stand in front of us, what kind of report would he get? I took the test and I must confess, pitched side by side by Jesus' standards. I did not do well, but I'm working on it. You know, the essence of all this is not to condemn us. It's just to show us which area of our lives that need to be improved upon. Jesus is not that uh, uh, taskmaster that is carrying the big whip that wants to just whip you back into shape. No, he died for you. Do you know what it means to lay down your life for somebody else? He will do everything to come and get you. He will do everything to bring you back to the Father in good shape. And so, if we're going to be like Jesus, we're going to be better human beings, better wives, better husbands, better fathers, better mothers, better friends, better children, so that we will stop having dysfunctional families will stop having society that is so morally bankrupt we will stop having children that are delinquent and we will stop shifting blames be the change let the man in the mirror start the change be the difference my friend don't point out the change you be the change don't preach the change be the change as for me, I have made up my mind that I would only go Jesus' way. I would only go the way of Jesus. Is it, is it easy? Not in the physical sense, but by the Spirit of God, all things are possible. And so I have chosen to rely on the Spirit of God so I can do what God wants. And God himself will be proud of me. I will let you go, but not before I ask you a couple of questions something for you to reflect on what attributes of jesus have you gleaned in the bible and which one of them are you struggling with which one of them is your strong point and which one of them are you struggling with in what ways are you like jesus or are you trying to be like jesus and what areas of life do you need change in? I tell you, all of this you cannot do by yourself. But when you ask God, the Holy Spirit will help you. The Bible calls him our helper, is our comforter. He would help you. He will show you what to do. And your life will be worth it. Actually, Bible says that we are epistles known and read of all men. Somebody needs to know what Jesus looks like and they are waiting on you for that to happen. Don't wait. Don't let them wait for too long. For now, I want you to know that I love you, but God loves you more. God bless you, my dear friend. Have a good day. Music